Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? I am well, Rick. Hello, friends. Well, recently you signed a document called the Nashville Statement. You're yeah. one of the original signers on that document and helped draft it. What is the Nashville Statement and why is a document like that even needed? Well, let's just even talk about why it's called the Nashville Statement because we were in Nashville when we worked on it. There was a, a group of six men that really did the initial work and then they invited an, another, uh, several of us to come up there and uh, spend some time giving some feedback to the document and really prayerfully trying to figure out uh, the best way to communicate to our culture what we believe our culture needed. This is something the church has always done. This is not new. Okay, um, there was the Manhattan Declaration not long ago that my friend Chuck Colson spearheaded, which really talked about the importance of religious liberty and, and marriage and family and life issues and how when the church wavers on these things, it's gonna lose its place to really serve the world the way it wants to. It's why the Nicene Creed came up in the fourth century, the Chalcedonian Creed um, in, in 1930s Germany, when the church was acquiescing to an increasingly fascist government. You saw the Barman Declaration. So um, there was the Chicago Council for Biblical Inerrancy. So each time throughout the history, and there's many more, the church has seen um, a threat to the well-being of human life, and it felt like it needed to serve its role to be salt and light in the world. It, it's spoken up, and it's gotten together, and it's crafted statements that says this is what the church believes. This you is what go, the church has always believed. You go all the way back believed. to the Apostles' Creed. You go all the way back. All the way back to the Apostles' Creed. Because the, God wants us to um, be individuals that speak up and, and, and care. And, and this is one of the things it says in Jeremiah chapter 1. Okay, It says, now you gird up your loins and arise, and you speak to them all which I commanded you. He says, do not be dismayed before them, lest I will dismay you before them. In other words, when the church gets fearful and doesn't speak the truth in love, it, doesn't, it wants to acquiesce to the prevailing uh, wisdom of the day, God's not going to be very happy with the church because he wants his church to be his means of grace to the world. One of the things that we believe as Christians, okay, is that the Bible is, is true. It's the word of God. And you want to find out what God thinks about something. The God who no good thing does withhold from those who love him. The God who in his right hand are pleasures forever, okay, um, is a God that, that has given us his word. And we are not to be conformed to the world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, so that we might prove, in other words, so our lives might experience what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. That's God's intention for us. And so when the church fails to take stands against a society that's increasingly confused, that um, not only approves of certain behaviors, but gives heartily approval to them that do them, you're going to find that um, right now happening in the church. In fact, right after the Nashville statement was released, there was a group called Christians United that came back out and said, no, God's okay with you redefining uh, human personhood. Okay, the Bible says, just 27 verses into God's revelation, the Bible says that he created man in his image, male and female, he created them. Uh, our gender distinction is not something that is uh, made up or determined by our own will. It is granted by God for a purpose and it's beautiful. And so the Nashville Statement, was written so that the people uh, that we serve as God's servants on earth, the people that are servants of Christ, as it says in 1 Corinthians, and stewards of the mystery of God, can stand up and say the God who loves you, who intends human flourishing to exist, who doesn't want there to be confusion or division out there, is going to say this is what the church, the true church, believes. Okay, now look. 
2 Timothy 2.15, it says that we should study the word of God and we should be uh, diligent to show ourselves approved as workmen who don't need to be ashamed, who accurately handle the word of truth. And what we're trying to do is say, this is what the Orthodox Church has always believed. Rick, there is um, a lot of folks who disagree, okay? And uh, as, as the church early on was facing by the half-brother of Jesus Christ, Jude, right? He came out when there were men who were being divisive in the church who were, as it says in Jude, let me just read it to you right here. Jude says that there are some people out there at this particular moment in history, in verse um, uh, 18 of, of Jude, it says, um, in the last days there's going to be mockers following after their own ungodly lust, the ones who cause divisions, worldly-minded, devoid of the Spirit. Man, those are strong words. And so what did, what did Jude do? He said, I'm going to deliver to you this truth. I'm going to contend, as it says in verse 3, once and for all, or earnestly for the faith, which was once and for all handed down to the saints. This is what we were trying to do with the Nashville Statement on the issue of uh, human sexuality, okay, and gender orientation. And, and I would tell you, our heart in this was to love people and serve people. But there are folks who go, it's not loving to speak the truth. A prevailing idea that's out there is, has been coined since 2005 by a group of folks and sociologists who studied what was the prevailing theology of the day. They, they, they called it uh, moralistic therapeutic deism, which basically teaches that there's a God who exists and he wants humankind to be happy and good, which so far I have no problem with that. But then they're going to define basically what the world believes as those who think that God is there just to bring ease and comfort and peace in your life, not confront you with ideas that are, that are going to uh, cause you to repent or align yourself with truth. And basically, if you're good, one day all of us will, will go into eternity and be with God forever. That's not consistent with the God of the Scriptures. Okay, this is what the God of the Scripture says in Jeremiah chapter 6. He says, stand by the ways and see and ask for the ancient paths where the good way is and walk in it. And you will find rest for your souls. All right, but there's going to be some people who say, we will not walk in it. And God says, I'm going to set watchmen over you. And he says, listen to the sound of their trumpet. The Nashville Statement was a gracious effort to bring clarity. And when there is confusion... Okay, that's what loving people do. They bring great clarity. They speak the truth in love. Even though people are going to dismay them because they don't like it, because it upsets their therapeutic deism, but that's okay. We don't want to be condescending. We don't act like, okay, just because you got gender dysphoria or uh, confusion about, um, about your sexuality, that your issues are worse than ours. Okay, I have confusion about uh, what a proper way to use my sexual being is because I'm a sinner and I needed somebody to correct me and encourage me towards a life-giving understanding in a life-giving way. It, it, it's not like people who have gender confusion are any worse than me who has confusion in a myriad of other areas. But we have to align ourselves with God's word because that's, that's where life is. Thanks, Todd. Listen, so if you, no surprise, if you do a quick Google search, yeah. there's a lot of things said about this statement. Yeah. What would you say to someone that says, hey man, this is unloving towards people in the LGBTQ community. This isn't kind towards yeah. them. This is picking on them. Well, what would was, you say to that? Well, everything I just said. It's not unloving. In fact, I've got friends who struggle with same-sex attraction who have said, listen, when you encourage me to continue to not fight against this thing that I know is bringing uh, sorrow and discouragement to my life, not because society, some people over here that are pious say it's wrong, but because I know it's wrong. Okay, and, and, and because it doesn't lead to the blessing of life that I want, when you encourage me to go that direction, when you encourage me away from the way of Christ and tell me I don't have to follow Jesus to find life, you're not helping me. 
And so what I would say is, listen, I, 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 it's just the opposite. I believe it is loving, okay, to speak and to call them back to the ancient paths. Nothing was said in the Nashville Statement that the church hasn't held to for 2,000 years and that a, a loving God in the person of Jesus and in his scriptures hasn't revealed. All right, thanks, Todd. Well, listen, in the show notes, we've done several episodes along these lines. I'm gonna put links to all of those in the show notes. You can find that if you're on YouTube in the show description. Also, there's a message that you gave, um, and it said a letter, uh, something about an apology yeah. to that community, to the LGBT community. Yeah, that, and that, that was really a message to the church, because the church has blown this issue for a long time. You know, Rick, there's actually a link we'll put to uh, 10 different resources to just talk about the whole yep. topic. But again, the Nashville Statement is just trying to serve our culture today with a topic that's leading to a lot of confusion, all right? Friends don't let friends drive drunk, right? And friends don't let their friends call air truth. And it's an air when we say that we're defined by our sexual preferences or that we can make up our own gender based on our feeling uh, or, or what we believe is right in that given moment. That does not lead to life and human flourishing. The Bible is true and the Bible is good. And what we're trying to say is this is what a loving God intends for you. All right, thanks, Todd. And he's gracious towards you, right? None of us is beyond redemption. Read the Nashville Statement. Yeah, we'll put a link to that right there. and deny. Yeah, yeah, and we'll put a link to the Nashville Statement also in the show notes. Check that out. There's an email address right below me right now. If you have any questions, you may have questions, feel free to email us. We read yeah, every single one of them, and we'd love to talk with you more. We'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.